Twins and Padres ramping up their brief two-game series. Urban Santana has dominated San Diego throughout his career, and in the second inning, he found another way to burn the Friars. And the first pitch, ground ball inside the bag at first base down the right field line. Sano scores. Polanco scores. Going to third is Castro. Just like that. Just stick out your bat. Get a couple of bounces inside the bag. No chance at a play. And it's 2-0 Minnesota. Luis so long and long time set. And first pitch fastball line to left center field for a base hit. Fastball 97, but went out here real fast. Perella will be up and throwing. Castro will score. Santana will score. Tomauer goes to third. Man, oh man, oh man. This thing's getting away here. One and nothing to Perella. Spangenberg leading off first, not running. And Jose sends one into deep center field. Buxton's going back. He's at the wall. He leaps. Forget it. A two-run homer for Jose Perella. Irvin Santana had retired the first 10 men to come to the plate. Then Corey Spangenberg singled, and now Jose Perella homers. The Twins' lead is 4-2 here in the fourth. Sano single. Sano fly out. Sano high, deep drive to center field. He got a ton of that. A ton. It is gone. It is 5-2 Minnesota. That's a strong lad right there. Wow. 1-2. Swing and a miss. Fastball unhittable. 94 inside. Jammed him. Strike three. 5-2 Minnesota here in the bottom of the eighth inning. Margo at first, two out, and a one ball, two strike count on Corey Spangenberg. The pitch from Santana swung on and missed. Strike three. Well, it's been a little while since he had struck anybody out, but that's his ninth, and it comes in a good spot for him. Santana, pitch number 110 is popped up. Gravity being what it is, when that comes down out there in center field, this one will belong to Minnesota. It is Byron Buxton calling and catching. And that's all. Luis Perdomo was burned by a four-run second inning by the Twins, and the Padre offense had no answer for Urban Santana as he went the distance, giving up only two runs as the Padres fell to the Twins on Wednesday by a 5-2 score. Here is San Diego skipper Andy Green. It's kind of the, the same story with him, and it's time to turn the page, really. The same story in the sense that the stuff's really good. Uh, a number of innings that are incredibly clean, easy, efficient, dominating almost. Uh, and then the one inning that kind of gets away from him. And uh, you, you kind of feel it where the, the pitcher, uh, Santana, blocks the ball down the first baseline, drives in two with two outs. Then you go four-pitch walk. Then you rear back and try to throw as hard as you possibly can. You throw 97, and it gets hit into the left center gap. Uh, kind of the same story. It's the ability to control emotions on the mound, the ability to recognize your stuff still plenty good. Yes, occasionally a pitcher slaps the ball down the line, drives in two. But now stop it. Like, let's turn the page and let's go get the next guy out. He's got that ability. Like, the story of him being young, he is young, but he can do that. And it's time to start doing that consistently. And uh, encouraged by, like, the way he puts that second inning behind him, goes back out for the third, fourth, and fifth, throws the ball very well. Sano hit a changeup. Like, scouting report felt good about that pitch to him. Executed the pitch. Sano hit a, put a great swing on it. So, like, I think you tip your cap in that instance. But that second inning is kind of – uh, kind of microcosm for the year for him of how his numbers get skewed for a guy that's like borderline dominant for the majority of his innings and it's time for him to uh, like take ownership of that because nobody else can do it on the mound. He's got to be able to slow himself down, recognize what's going on and, and then step up and thrive in that situation. He can do it. It's just time to start doing it. Do you have that conversation? With oh yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk again. Uh, we'll talk uh, after the game. I uh, just by circumstance of coming in here right after the game. I haven't run down the game with him at this point in time, but uh, uh, we'll sit down in Pittsburgh and we'll talk through like that next step for him. And it's been laid out before, but now it's uh, you know, coaching more or less is transferring ownership to the player to where it 
becomes time that they take it and they do something about it. Because when they're out there on the mound, uh, there's no pep talk you can go out there and give them. And we, we sent Darren Balsey out at that time after the Santana single, uh, and, and it was a four-pitch walk. Uh, there's no other at-bat in the game that's a four-pitch walk. That says to me circumstances are affecting your poise on the mound. And he's very young. He was pitching an A-ball last year. Uh, but he has the ability to control those emotions on the mound and come back and thrive in that situation. It's, we want to see him do that, and that's the next step for him because his stuff is plenty good enough, and he's got he's got all the potential in the world. And we want to see him realize it. You no, know, Perella could always hit, but did you envision him kind of anchoring your lineup in the three spot the way he has been in the past couple of days? No, nah, if we thought that was going to happen, we wouldn't have sent him to AAA to start the baseball season. Uh, it's his credit. It's to him. Uh, he's worked incredibly hard. Uh, he does not take at-bats off. He might strike out. He's coming right back at you the next at-bat. He doesn't let anything affect him. Uh, and those are the guys at the end of the baseball season, the guys that grind out A-B after A-B. You look up and they're hitting right around 300 or they're fighting for really good numbers and they're putting us in positions to win baseball games. And uh, He deserves all the credit for what he's turned himself into this season and he's earned every bit of the opportunity he's getting. Uh, it was just two games for Will at the in the five hole and against pitchers he doesn't usually see. But is there something he could do actively now to you know get up on a better foot in some of these games um, besides getting different looks in the lineup? Yeah, I mean at the end of the day, it's uh, a lot of people say, hey, move the lineup, change things around, do something different. At the end of the day, it's a man in the box, the bat in his hand, with the resolve to beat the guy on the mound. Uh, he possesses that, and now he has to show that every single at bat. There's nothing at any point in time you can do for him when he's fighting in the box for an at-bat. Uh, I got all the confidence in the world in him. He's going through a rough stretch right now where it's hard for him to kind of separate the at-bats that have kind of accumulated on him and just put those behind and just have that one at-bat in the box. And that's that's up to him to do. And he's going to do it. Uh, you're sitting at a guy who's got 20 home runs on the season. You look up by the end of the year, he's hit 30-something home runs. He's not that far off. There's plenty of time to kind of uh, get things moving back in the right direction. Uh, batting order really doesn't matter at the end of the day as far as like what a guy does in the box uh Santana executed good sliders to him really good pitchers we saw it yesterday and uh, Berrios doing that too so uh, I think for Will it's just go win the at-bat that's there and don't think about the at-bats that have kind of accumulated because I think uh as a hitter who wants to be great for a city who wants to do so many great things for this organization uh you feel the weight of that and that weight doesn't help you perform. So uh, I'd love to see him shed that and just enjoy playing baseball because his joy is as contagious as anybody else's. His uh, smile on the baseball field is a fun thing to see. The Padres enjoy an off day on Thursday.